Hey everyone, it's Steve from Experience Milwaukee. This podcast is for visitors who want to feel like locals and locals who want to feel like regulars, all before you ever step into any place in greater Milwaukee. Most shows are hosted with my good friend Adam. We've been exploring Milwaukee our entire lives and we've put together over 200 episodes about our incredible city. This episode features the brand new Kugel's Barrel Yard restaurant and brewery at American Family Field, home of your Milwaukee brewers. How easy is it to get to? What's on the menu? Is it a place for you? Jump into this one to find out, then get over there and experience it for yourself. Experience Milwaukee is sponsored by Visit Milwaukee with our home studio in the Transfer Pizzeria Cafe and our official beer partner, New Barons Brewing. Thanks for listening. Love you, Milwaukee. Hello, Milwaukee! Hey, Adam. Hey, Steve. Milwaukee is fun-loving. Up and coming. A rising star. And now, let's get into the episode. To go out at night. Tom Hecht, Vice President, Consumer Experience, Milwaukee Brewers. Tom, how's it going? Great. Day off. Day off. <laughs> it's, uh, it's always, to me, a little... Uh, we're at AmFam Field. Uh, it's always a little weird, as someone who doesn't come here as often as I'm sure you do for work, right. uh, to come here on a day when there's not a game. Yeah. You and, know, we, you know we, we are so... You know, people look at the off-season and think, well, what do you guys do in the off-season? And I, I, I will tell you, we probably work harder... In the off season, getting ready for opening day, than than in the season. Once the season rolls around, then it's then you're just kind of going through. You've gotten everything prepared, and then you do it. But the off season is when you're trying to get everything ready. So, right. you know, there's always you know that. So, having played our first three games and now having our first day off before we start a big weekend series against the Cardinals, uh, it's a chance to catch a breath. Catch a breath. Yes, enjoy the beautiful. We're, I mean, we are so we are physically sitting in. The J Lining Kugel's Barrel Yard Restaurant and Brewery, overlooking left field. I mean, we're overlooking everything here, uh, but it sits over here in left field. And this is just—it's sunny. It's a little chilly today. Sunny, people out on the field taking care of things. This is a fantastic place, a spot to watch a game. Yeah, you know, first of all, I mean, this is uh, the. American Family Field's 23rd year, and, and when I have folks come into town and see our building, they're amazed that this building is 23 years old. They're like, it's, it's they think it's They think it's 10 years or younger, yeah. because we've really put a lot of time and effort into maintaining this facility, trying to keep it a world-class facility, and I think the venue that we're in today here at J-Line and Google's Barrel Yard uh, is an example of that. That, you know, uh, when the ballpark opened, this was originally a Friday's restaurant. Mm-hmm. Did very well. But at some point, we decided, you know, we really wanted to, to make it our own, not make it a Friday's, reinvent the space. And, and that's what we've done. And I, I think if anybody who comes into this space, um, the physical footprint hasn't changed. But there's nothing in this venue right now that looks anything like it looked before. No. And you said you had a great way to kind of characterize it uh what was it bayview meets backwoods north northwoods well yeah we we you know uh we kind of had a theme for the north woods uh it's so you know iconic part of our state um 
but we wanted to be hip. We wanted to be cool. So yeah, kind of the idea of uh, Northwoods meets Bayview right. was kind of the was kind of the concept that we kind of worked off of. And and it just has this like friendly, uh, open, bright, uh, welcoming feel to it. And we're here, and I'm fortunate enough to be here when, uh, again, not a game day. Rest uh, the brewery is not open. Um, so we've got the whole place to ourselves, right. but just a really warm, friendly feel here, which I love. So I have to ask, you started to talk about it a little bit in, in sort of making the space your own here from a Friday's. Um, how did the concept and the partnership come together? Well, it was a, a collaboration between us and Wilson Coors and, uh-huh. and obviously Jay Leinenkugel, or Leinenkugel's uh, brewery up in uh-huh. Chippewa Falls. Sure. Uh, we really sat down and discussed this three or four years ago. And obviously it got slowed down a little bit because of COVID, uh-huh. uh, some of the renovation plans. But, you know, the, I think that the starting point for it, Steve, was, you know, we wanted to actually brew beer here. You know, yes. we are the Milwaukee Brewers yes. and, we, and we, you know, we serve great beers here, but nothing that's brewed on site uh, until now. And um, so that was a big part of this was how can we brew the beer here in uh-huh. the ballpark and then serve it to our, our fans, the freshest beer, you know, in Milwaukee to serve. Awesome. And yeah, so I, I saw that in the in sort of the front of where you enter and um, I got the scoop on how that is all coming together. But let me ask you this. Visitor, local, regular, was this space designed for all three? Yeah, I really was. I mean, look, you know, we, we really try to provide in our ballpark some really cool um, experiences that, that may be completely different from one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was one of those. You know, th- this space is unlike anything else in our ballpark. Um, and whether it's for the local uh, who wants to come over maybe on a non-game day for lunch mm-hmm. uh, or for the fan who's coming to American Family Field because they're on a ballpark tour and they want to see our facility. It's for everybody, you know. But I, I think, you know, I think for the people that are coming from out of state, I think they'll kind of get a feel for what Wisconsin's like right. by coming to this space. And Absolutely. what's so important to our state, you know, is the Northwoods and, and, and that area that, you know, is just so iconic to our state. But also for the people that, again, that live here that just kind of want to come and check out the ballpark. It's, it's always amazing to me, you know, in its old iteration, even as a Fridays, people would come here in the middle of winter and they just – something about seeing the baseball field yes. makes them feel like spring and summer's not bit, that far away. A little away. bit closer to yes, summer, right. 100%. Right. So um, I guess – just thinking about the space, uh, and I, I have to say, I was in Walker's Point before coming here, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I've got to give myself some time to get here. And so I map it out, and it's like a 10 or 11 minute drive here. Easily can Easily. get from anywhere right. in downtown area Milwaukee or around surrounding areas in 10 minutes, mm-hmm. get into the lot on a non-game day, right? right. Get into the lot and, and like you said, come here for lunch, come here right. for whatever and hang out. Well, quite frankly, on a game day, I, I, we, we get a lot of Cub fans that actually obviously no surprise that come to our ballpark and they say it's easier to come up from Chicago and get to get our ballpark here. than yeah. sometimes to get in and out of Wrigley Field. Believe so, it. Believe you know, it. Yeah. It's, you know, for somebody who's who's lived here now for 18 years but has lived in in uh in phoenix and mm-hmm. knows what traffic is really like sure. you know it's, it's
it's such you know it's such a you know, nice thing in Milwaukee that it's so easy to get around to anywhere. And, and the ballpark is perfectly situated. Whether you're coming from the west side, whether you're coming from up north, whether, whether it's Mequon or, or that area, or you're coming up from the south, the ballpark is very easy to get to. Central, centrally located for all the fun. Um, all right, any unique? So the, I, I saw there's a, a couple event spaces that are super cool and unique. I mean, what a, a place to bring, you know, mm-hmm. a work group or right. friends or a, a family occasion or whatever. Any hidden kind of hidden things people should know about here or kind of secrets of the space? The neat thing is when you come into this facility, there's really different areas of this restaurant that feel completely different from one another. Uh-huh. So whether it's the booth seating, whether it's the tall top tables, whether it's sitting out on the home run porch or yeah. sitting out on the bullpen porch uh, and, and watching a game from that experience, there's, there's a lot of great areas. We've got this really cool mural um, that was, was hand-painted by Big Shot Robot, uh, which we think is is going to become a really cool uh, Instagram spot for people to get their photos taken. Um, the Tavern Bar. So, um, so in addition to the restaurant itself, we also have a Tavern Bar that's directly connected to the restaurant where folks who are coming into the game, even if they're not coming to the restaurant, uh, we have a giant garage door that opens up mm-hmm. and it's a welcoming space. Come in and grab a beer on the way to your seats, even if you're not coming into the restaurant. Sure. Uh, so there's yeah, a lot of cool amenities in this area. And and beer that is unique to this space, right? Like you can't yeah. get some of this beer anywhere else. So we're just beginning the process of starting to brew beer. Um, so right now we have three unique beers that were brewed specifically for uh, this restaurant. They were brewed in Chippewa Falls, but uh-huh. very shortly as we um, again we we just got the equipment installed uh, in the last month, so they're ready to to begin brewing the beer. But we will brew unique beers that you can only get at a American Family Field and nowhere oh, else. Love it. And, and over the course of time, we'll switch those up. So every time you come to the ballpark, hoping you, you'll get a new experience with a new right. beer that's not available anywhere else. And like you said, you'll have to stop to see what's new here, what's, uh, what's yeah. on the menu. Yes. Uh, cool. In, in the early part of this, of the life of this place so far, anything favorite on your list? From a food or menu or anything? You know, one of the things that we really were focused on as a signature dish was our chicken. So uh, we, we uh, installed these not inexpensive Henny Penny uh, roasters. Okay. And so we can do um, fried chicken that is, as we describe it, as crispy but not greasy, and it's delicious. Um, so uh, I would suggest the, the fried chicken. And the other thing is our executive chef, and hopefully he'll talk a little bit about this later, but uh, the recipe for his biscuits came directly from his grandmother. Oh, and wow. uh, the biscuits are truly to die for. Wow. Yeah. At, you, I'm so Sold. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Um, getting here. Yeah. Reservations? Depends on probably game day or non-game day, but what's what's your advice around that? Well, first of all, if you want to come to the restaurant on a non-game day, uh, we, we are, uh, I think, teamed up with Open Table. So okay. if you want to make a reservation, you certainly can to ensure that you have a seat. But, you know, obviously walk-ins are, are more than welcome. Uh, on a game day, we do have the, uh, the tables that are nearest the windows plus the home run porch, uh, which are rentable. So you can uh, rent it for your ticket. We'll, Get a ticket. We'll, and, we'll include yeah. a food and beverage credit uh, and that's your seat for the entire game but we also have other tables throughout the restaurant that you can come in before a game grab a table have something to eat or drink sure and then go to your seats um 
Uh, and, and the restaurant is open all throughout the game. So you don't have to come in before the game. If you want to come in the middle of the game over here and uh, try and get uh, a spot. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and have a beer and, and, and watch some of the game from this location. It's open the entire game. So from uh, for the for the ticketed tables, normal channels to get your brewers tickets um, for reservations or events or booking the mm-hmm. space or anything, everything on BarrelYardMKE.com? Well, the tickets for the for the game uh, through Brewers.com. Okay, so, so you normally uh, yeah. yeah. buy tickets. Otherwise, yeah, you can go to the, the, the website for the restaurant. Cool. Any last tips, tricks, thoughts? No, I just, you know, I, I'm excited for people in um, Milwaukee and Wisconsin and our out-of-state visitors to, to come in and check out the restaurant. We're really proud of this. This is something that, again, was uh, several years in the making. It was a great collaboration uh, with our friends from Molson Coors. We worked with uh, several companies um, in terms of the design, including 360, RevPop, um, all sorts of <laughs> nice. companies that, that really were invested in this project. And we're excited for people to, to experience it, both from a visual standpoint uh, as well as from, uh, from taste, because the food is excellent. A community-focused team yeah. uh, using community businesses. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thanks for jumping on. S- Steve, my pleasure. All the best. This is Lauren Rue, Executive Chef for American Family Field, home of the Milwaukee Brewers. Lauren, how are you? Good. Rise and shine. Uh, all right. How am I going to talk to you with all of this delicious food? I don't know how I'm going to stay focused on this conversation. Okay. Here. So you focus on eating and I'll focus <laughs> on talking through what you're eating. What we have here. So I'm going to start with this pretzel, delicious pretzel thing looking thing. Yeah. It's Pretzels. like a pretzel tube round. Yes. Yeah, so okay, we have. Well, let me grab this. No, please. We have yeah. uh, an authentic, the, the most authentic Bavarian pretzel that you could find. Uh, recipe straight from Germany. They are pretzel rounds, uh, what we call knots. Uh, they are served with a horseradish whole grain mustard, which we uh-huh. make in house, uh, as well as a, as a beer cheese. So we're taking uh, Lining Kugel's original red. Uh, I'm sorry, the remastered red, uh, and adding that into some local sharp cheddar cheese, a little bit of cream cheese, just really a nice cold cheese spread that will match beautifully with the pretzel so normally a pretzel when you get it if you get, especially if you get at the ballpark they're very light and airy they're meant to be hot held uh in one of those rotating machines here at the here at the barrel yard we're actually baking them to order so we're taking them we're brushing them with uh clarified butter oh my gosh. Uh, pretzel salt uh and then and then baking them until they get it's a little bit firmer a little bit denser more like i said more of an authentic uh bavarian pretzel than than anywhere you'll find in wisconsin really it's amazing it's incredible. I'm uh, I'm gonna leave and just go eat all this stuff. So absolutely, in no. a half hour. Um, cool. So, inspiration behind the stuff we say. I'll let you keep going, but it, inspiration too, and in, in what you wanted to come through for guests and the menu and sure. the options. So yeah, so the so the menu was really designed to if you're if you're talking about one. Uh, you're talking about like one philosophy behind the menu. It's New Northwoods Kitchen, and what is Northwoods okay. Kitchen? It's kind of a uh, plan of supper club. Uh, supper clubs traditionally are dinner focused. We wanted to be more more year round lunch and dinner focused. So trying to hone in on the region specifically, uh, and also giving the people of Wisconsin a very home feeling menu uh, with items that they can resonate with that they've had before, but are just reimagined and, and really focused on a high quality ingredient. Really, that's first and foremost what we look at. Is mm-hmm. we're not looking to buy in anything. We're really looking 
looking to be a scratch kitchen. So, you know, just a lot of technique and thought went into every item. Nothing's nothing's overly complicated. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the menu menu items are very simple. Coleslaw is very simple. It's coleslaw, it's cabbage and carrots and a dressing, and that's it. There you so, go. So really just trying to focus on, on really high-quality ingredients. So I see clothespins. You see clothespins. You see a wonderful partnership with uh, the Newski family, and uh, Tanya and uh, Carl have been great partners to me since I've been here at the at the ballpark. And uh, we try to utilize as much Newski's bacon as we can. I mean, Newski's is to me it's synonymous with bacon. It, it, right. It's it's the highest quality, uh, really, anywhere I've tried. And and their smokehouses and their people are just so wonderful. So we wanted to definitely pay homage to bacon, which is I believe the fourth food group of the state of wisconsin um so we first for me first for yeah, you yeah. we're using their applewood smoked bacon um we're aerating it meaning that we're letting it kind of exposed to air in the cooler and then we're lacquering it with a maple pepper bake maple pepper glaze so that's the glaze that drips down into the Yes, yes, into the potato yes, salad. The, so, yes, it's a brilliant move here. Yes. yes, so we're taking, so the potato salad, uh, we actually have mashed potatoes. We have more Nooski's bacon in the potato salad. Uh, we have uh, some sharp cheddar cheese from Wisconsin and scallion. Uh, and, and really the thought process is that before it comes out to the guests, we're torching it. So mm-hmm. we're, we're taking this glaze or this lacquer, and we're, and we're roasting the bacon. We're toasting the peppercorns and then roasting the bacon with this lacquer. And then before it goes out to the guests, uh, we're torching the bacon and all the residual fat and then some of that glaze Comes drips in. down into yes. the potato salad. So we call it hanging bacon. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's amazing presentation. Thank you. you. Know, it, and yes, fun for sure. And it matches, I think, the vibe and feel of the of the space here. And you get something like this. And it's, I can imagine people being with their friends and just having a blast with this thing here. Yeah, you know, when we designed the menu, we wanted it to be... we purposefully added a shareable section uh you know dining experience similar to a baseball game is a social event Mm -hmm. and when you're amongst friends when you're amongst family and you're able to talk about the game talk about the food that you're eating and share that food that you're eating it brings everybody together it brings for a better culinary hospitality experience overall so uh you know this the shareable section the wings the bacon uh the meat and cheese board you know all those things are meant to be shared and, and and really kind of bring the table together yeah, absolutely. Well done. Yes. So I just grab. I just. Yeah. So you I just, just go at it. Yeah. You just take a piece of bacon right off. Right. Yeah. You take it right off the clothesline, and uh, I'll I'll, I'll just, just grab a little. Do it. Yeah. Just a little end of it. So uh, the mustard with the pretzel. Mustard with mustard's the pre- got some kick. It does. It has horseradish spice. into it. Yeah. Yep. Some atomic horseradish. We're taking fresh horseradish. Oh my gosh. Yes. The bacon. Yes. The bacon. Well, bacon. We didn't have to do anything to it. You would have said yes. But mm. the maple and the pepper, mm, yes. it, it definitely adds a, a deeper layer of, of uh, flavor that is... It's got the sweetness to it. Right. And again, the bacon by itself is fantastic. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to modify it sim- just very very mildly to, to give a completely different experience to it. So. Yeah. And from my perspective, like it, look, it looked like thinner strips of bacon. Mm-hmm. But when you get into it, it's a hearty, you get a hearty piece of that. So... We talked about inspiration for the food and the menu and the presentation and the vibe. What is is there inspiration personally with you in how some of this food came to be? History, family, recipes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, 
my family was always very food focused growing up. It mm-hmm. was it was a Monday through Friday. We are sitting down as a family at six o'clock for dinner. Yes. without 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 dropping a beat. My mom owned a baking company. My dad loved grilling food, so yes. he was always on the grill. My That's mom was cool. always so they would switch off between you know who's doing what dinner. But it was always something that brought everybody together. A lot of my memories as a child were based around food and having a lot of food memories. Um, and, I, and I wanted to bring some of that inspiration and, and some of those memories to life. You know, broasted chicken, uh, pressure fried chicken was always something that we grew up eating on Sundays. Okay. Uh, you know, it was Sunday, lox, Sunday it was, meal. Yeah, it was yeah. lox and bagels in the morning and then and then uh, broasted or fried chicken and, and in the evening on Sundays it was only two meals. So okay. uh, it was just something that we always did. My, uh, you know, the biscuits are... The biscuits have been a hit, uh, and and it's not so much the ingredients in the biscuits; it's the t- it's the technique of how it's done. Sure. So again, it's a, it's a grandma's recipe. There you go. Um, you know, buttermilk, um, buttermilk, butter, lots of butter, flour, baking soda, baking powder. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, it's it's not it's not hard, but it's it's again just something that reminds me of home. You try it, and it's light and flaky. We're making we're we're basically making. Biscuits every single day, and the, and the sure. feedback. And we're serving them with hot honey, uh, which we're making in house, and then uh, an aged whipped butter, which we're also we're actually making the butter. So we're really so just everything is very done thoughtful, here. correct? Everything scratch. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, cool. Uh, let me look. I have to know. I mean, I'm looking at all this amazing, delicious food. Is there a favorite? Of yours, so so people ask, and it might sound kind of corny. What's the best thing on the menu? And I say the best plate on the menu is the worst plate on the menu. Yes. So so the worst plate, the best of the worst plate, yeah. uh, is pays homage to the Germanic uh, county of Milwaukee of Wisconsin. There's so Heritage much, so many history, German migrants, yes. and uh, we're such a sausage centric environment. We're known for our brats and sausages. Yes. Uh, this this is another item that was. Uh, really inspired by the by the area, um, you're you're getting three sausages on the plate. You're getting a Weisswurst, which is a white sausage, a Knockwurst, and a Beerwurst, uh, which is similar to a brat, boiled uh-huh. in beer with onions and bay leaf and peppercorn, and then griddled. Uh, you also have a nice slab of Nooski's bacon because <laughs> why not? Why not? So we're actually <laughs> cooking the sour and served with a pile of sauerkraut, boiled potatoes, horseradish mustard, little baby pickles. The really the, the we're cooking the sausages in the sauerkraut, right? So you're getting this this beautiful, rich, smoky flavor from the sausages in the sauerkraut. We're also adding a big piece of slab bacon into the sauerkraut as well. So when you eat this, it doesn't eat normally. A sauerkraut is very vinegary based, and we actually remove we remove a lot of the vinegar by washing the sauerkraut, um, and then and then cooking it with the bacon, uh, with onions and white wine and beer. Uh, so so it's much less that vinegar kraut that you're used to and much sure. more flavor forward. It looks incredible. The uh, the plate is awesome. Grandma I mean, chic. Yes, there you go. And the, the chicken with the biscuits served in this like uh, metal kind of tin. Yeah. Tin th- uh, yes, beautiful. Yeah, for the, for the plates specifically, you know, when we were when we were looking at plate samples and what what makes sense for the concept that we're doing, we got these beautiful floral plates that are just 
something that you'd see at grandma's house from 50 years ago. Right. And it's somewhat laughable, but it, it again, it evokes that memory of, oh man, my grandma had these plates and <laughs> it's, it's kind That's of making thing a, I it, thought of. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's making a comeback. Right. So, you know, again, we're no, we're no frills here. We're not trying to reinvent, you know, the wheel and, and, and try to give you something that is just completely out there. Everything, mm-hmm. everything on the menu is thoughtful with purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, really just trying to, to focus on, on, fresh you know good flavors good amount of acid good amount of seasoning and and keeping it simple anything emerging yet i know it's early as kind of a fan favorite i mean we're in a ballpark right so we're never going to get away from the chicken wings and burgers and, sure. we, and again we've, we've put a lot of, of thought and care into both the chicken wing process and the burger process and the chicken wings we are brining the wings then we're steaming them rubbing them and smoking them before they're deep fried so wow. and then tossed in one of three sauces so the wings have sold just a lot. I don't like want to say a lot more than I, than I thought because we knew we were going to sell wings, but the feedback's been absolutely been really wonderful. Great. And then with our two burgers, I mean, 98% of the cattle farms in the state of Wisconsin are dairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have honed in on that other 2% of cattle farms that are for meat uh, meat production. So all of our beef, whether that's – and that's, compl- that's around the ballpark. So all of our burgers and concessions, all of our burgers in the restaurant, yeah. uh, they're all born, bred, butchered – and uh, distributed right here in the state, and that's really important to me. Local. I think it's important to the yeah. It's all yeah. local yeah. taco meat for the for the for the ballpark as well. It's all Wisconsin beef, and I think yeah. that's really important to try to to limit food miles and, and focus on being sustainable and local. Um, but the burgers are it's a it's a custom blend: short rib, uh, brisket, chuck. Uh, oh, they're wow. they're they're beautiful. We have a euchre burger, which is okay. uh, you know more of your traditional meat and potatoes burger. It's lettuce, tomato, onion, a barrel sauce okay um american cheese just very high quality everything yeah um potato bun for that as well and then the the big eddie burger big eddie being one of the limited release beers from Kugel, is more of our i'd call a showcase burger so we're doing a jalapeno tomato jam oh my uh, using you know i think there's a misconception that canned food isn't always great yeah but you know when when you talk about canned tomatoes specifically they're picking these tomatoes at the at the height of the season they're steaming them uh they're peeling them them and then canning them to preserve the flavor. So we're using a, a, a tomato from Napoli or from Naples in Italy. Oh, wow. um, so, you know, really just taking the highest quality ingredient that we could find sure. that's going to be consistent, uh, cooking that down with, with uh, fresh jalapeno. And it, it's just a really nice balance of sweet and, and savory. Uh, we are doing a big pile of fried onion straws, a hydroponic bib lettuce that's grown locally. Uh, and then, of course, you I, I keep feel like I'm plugging Newskis, but Newskis bacon and and some Wisconsin cheddar cheese. It's it's a burger not to be missed. Sensing a theme here. Uh, so on behalf of all the foodies, I just say thank you <laughs> for the care, for the concern, for the thoughtfulness, and for the deliciousness. You're welcome. Um, I'm sure a lot of uh, those who are in that space can appreciate even more than I can. You know all the the care that's going into that. So I have to ask: any of the players come up here for food yet? That's a great question. So I've been so focused on the back house and making yeah. sure I haven't had a lot of chance to stop out here. Well, for our grand opening party, we definitely had some brewers had some in house. In here, yeah. uh, you know, I know the fr- the whole front office team was in the other day in, in multiple different segments. So, nice. Okay. Uh, a lot of positive feedback. The the walleye is has been raved about by okay. by the by the brewers. So nice. it's it's a beer battered piece of walleye. We're getting all, only fresh walleye, Lake Superior. Uh-huh. Um, it's an eight to ten ounce piece. So it's it's just it's a massive plate size 
this piece of fish that we're uh, beer battering. Um, we're making we're kind of making like a, a hybrid of a tempura batter, which is normally light and flaky and crisp, uh-huh. and then a beer batter, which is traditionally heavy um, and, and can be very flavor forward. And we're kind of mix the two together, and we're using so the that perfect for, combination. It, ever. Is, it has yeah. been it has been absolutely magical. So okay. you get the, you get the plate in front of you, and you're like, it's definitely a wow. It's like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, how am I going to eat this whole thing? But it eats so light, and walleye is such a light, flaky fish yeah. that it's it's you don't walk away feeling no awful. you don't You've exactly feeling good yeah exactly yeah. so uh the walleye has been very well received and something uh i would say a brewer's fan favorite so far oh, love it love it okay what about bernie has he been by bernie's been but bernie bernie's part of the inspiration for the mustache you can't see the mustache <laughs> but, uh you know trying to be on brand as much as possible bernie bernie tries to to eat you know the cheese curds have been <laughs> bernie gave me two thumbs up for the cheese curds so nice nice cool um, well, this has been fantastic. I'm going to continue to try some of this stuff. Any last pointers on the menu or tips and tricks or insight or like if we're thinking about how we have visitors feel like locals, locals feel like regulars. What's a what's a must do or must have when you walk in the door here and sit down? It doesn't get more authentic than a charcuterie or a meat and cheese board. We're using fresh peppered summer sausage, uh, aged hooks cheddar. Oh. Uh, we're pickling all of our own vegetables for it, so it's yes. it's more of that relish tray feeling. I think one of my favorite, under, most underrated things in the menu are the churro donuts, though. Oh, so we we didn't we didn't yes. get into Adam, dessert. Adam, my co-host, now will truly hate me because churros are like his favorite of all time. So, so. we we've sent out a few churro donuts and and their churro rings that were. I mean, obviously churros are deep fried pastry, yeah. but. It's so soft on the inside, so you get this nice crunchy exterior that we're doing in cinnamon and sugar, uh, and then the inside just like melts in your mouth. And we're serving it with a like a pecan maple caramel that oh, is just gosh. they're really good. So yeah. normally I'm back there on the line, or if an order comes in, make sure you fire an extra donut for chef just to make sure it tastes <laughs> sure. okay. Quality control, just quality, quality control. control. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, awesome. This was great. Um, Look forward to uh, this being a regular stop for us. So awesome. um, great work here. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.